This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Hey, hey, kicking lifers out there. How we doing? Happy, happy day to you. Hope you're having a fantastic day. So what a special guest we've got on the show today with us. And I'll lead this in. He's a professional baseball player, played from 1998 through 2010, World Series champ in 2002 with the Anaheim Angels, and brothers of Jose and Yadier. I probably just gave it away there, but I'm going to keep going here. Two-time Gold Glove winner in 2002 and 2003. Played for the Toronto Blue Jays, San Francisco Giants, and Texas Rangers, along with the Anaheim Angels, and also had a coaching career with the Cardinals, the Rangers, and the Giants. And most recently, wrote a book. And this thing is absolutely fantastic, folks. It's a New York Times bestseller, and this thing's going through the roof. And it's more than just about his career as a baseball player, it's about life, positivity motivation, inspiration, empowerment, believing in yourself, and just doing your best, not only on and off the field, but doing your best as a family man, as a parent, and just a you know respected community, member of community and society there. Without further ado, I welcome you, Mr. Benji Molina. How are we doing, sir? I'm doing good, and thank you so much for all those kind words, man. I, um, I feel the, uh, you know, the urge to, to show people that if you care and, and for each other and, and if you have these positive input in your life and, and if you go at it uh, the right way in life, you're going to have a great life. You're going to be all right. Um, so that's, when, that's why when you were saying all those things, man, I, I really take those things serious. I hope people know. Uh, incredible, sir. And uh, I know you and I uh, spoke a couple different times, and I guess the first time we spoke was on the uh, Cowboys podcast. And uh, Benji's a Green Bay Packer fan, and I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, so we kind of went at it a little bit in all friendly battles. But uh, I hear your brother, uh, brother Yachty, is a, um, who plays for the St. Louis Cardinals here in St. Louis, Missouri. Everybody knows Yachty, right? <laughs> and I don't know. The, yeah. Yeah, and you played, or I'm sorry, you coached, was an assistant hitting coach with John Mayberry in uh, 2013. Is that correct, sir? Yes, yes. We had a, we had a great year together. Um, I wish they would have given me another opportunity uh, somewhere else because I think assistant hitting coach is the guy that stays in the cage and he doesn't have any much uh, input in the games out there in the dugout or anything. Now they have a, a extra coach, you know, that, that, that could have been me back then, but we didn't have that position open. So um, 
and I, that's why I stopped doing it because I think I, I I think I could do so much more than just being in the cage all day, you know. Absolutely, and that's a huge part of some of the show notes I've got today. And then talking about your book is overcoming adversity, overcoming challenges, battling through situations like you know you're with different teams and you get traded or you know you move on and. Uh, I guess the first part I wanted to talk about is a, a book that's one of my favorite books. It's by an author named Simon Sinek. Uh, it's called Leaders Eat Last. And a big part of that book, he talks about, you know, in, in baseball, it's it's a business, right? I mean, everything with a corporate structure is a business. But too many times you get into a, uh, I guess we hear people will say, oh, it's nothing personal. It's just business. And Simon Sinek in his book, Leaders Eat Last, he talks about, well, there can, there's nothing more personal than, than business simply because it takes people, <laughs> personal people, you know, people with yeah. hearts, people that have minds, people that have feelings that run these businesses. So when they, they use that line, oh, it's just business, that in his book he talks about how that uh, really always bo- excuse me bothered him because it's so much more. People have feelings. And, man, I really connected with that, and I thought about, you know, the business corporate structure and then, you know, baseball. In any professional sport, they'll say, well, we like you a lot, but it's business. And uh, there is nothing more personal, especially if you're with a family, with a team, with an organization. You guys fight and battle and breathe and cry together, and then just to have somebody shipped off. Now, I get both sides, but um, after reading over your book and then uh, connecting that with Simon Sinek, and you're very uh, motivational, but you're a person. You're a human being just like everybody else. And I just want to get your feelings on that as far as when they say it's just business, as, you know, I think it's really personal. What are your thoughts, sir? I think uh, I think the word business is really hurtful um, in my in us in our sports and in any sports. When you hear the word business, it's really hurtful for the for the players who actually are the ones playing for that corporation, right? For that yep. team, uh, we are the one putting our sweats. We are the one taking the foul tips. We are the one that go out there and make you look good. We are the one who give you the wins. We are the one who do that. Even though you're the one that pay us to do that, and you pay us really good money, I understand that part too. I'm not. I'm not trying to be dumb here. I understand we're being paid to do a job, but but when we're talking about a business, when that word comes out in the sport, it is a really really hurtful, hurtful uh, word. Uh, one of the reasons is. Like I was just saying, we play the game inside the lines, and we make your team good, and we make your RBIs, and we do the home runs, and and uh, look at what's happening to Giancarlo Stanton. He's so good. He hits 59 home runs for the Marlins, for the Florida Marlins. <laughs> that that didn't get anywhere. And you have people going out there feeling great about Giancarlo, and and 132 RBIs, and the first talk right after the season was over, was that these owners wanted to trade him. Yep. I mean, you tell me if business is not a, a really, really mean word for us as players. I mean, anytime you hear that word, it's really hurtful for our hearts. We don't even feel good listening to that word. 
Well, that's great perspective there. And, and I, you know, uh, from reading the book, and then he also mentioned, Simon Sinek does in his book about you know, people say they got to make cutbacks. They've got to do this and that because of the business. He compares it to, look, does that mean when you go home, if you've got four kids, you say, look, kids, I'd love to keep you all, but I can't afford you because it's business. So one of you got to go. <laughs> so it's almost yeah. the same thing. That's I pretty mean, scary, isn't it? it? It is. It is. And, and I understand. Is I, own a, I own a business. And I love the- love your words on on leader i love that leaders eat last and and how many of those eat last these days not many buddy well not many you're right they all want to eat first and keep eating even if you don't have anything behind him even if you don't have anything to eat they 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 most of us i mean i'm saying most of us because in general you know right like most of us uh, it's uh, we want to eat first and eat second and eat third and you maybe have a little something for eating fourth, buddy. That's the way this world's going. And that's why I hate so much. I'm a very positive guy. I'm a very, I'm, I'm always trying to go, go in God ways, you know, whatever God wanted. What, that's what my daughter always tell me, Dad, Daddy, uh, I did this today in school. And then I say, why did you do that? And he goes, that's what God wanted. <laughs> so we, we uh, I mean, this is a little girl and uh, it's eight years old. And I'm living through this through my dad. My dad always put in our heads, God, family, and respect. If you live by those three things, you will not have a trouble in your life. Not one trouble if you live by those standards. And I'm trying to do that, and I always will. Oh, that is absolutely incredible, Benji. Thank you so much for sharing that, because that's pretty much uh, my, my, and I read through your book, and I know your father passed away at a young age. Uh, I want to touch on that in just a minute and the influence he had on your life and uh, you as a person. But yeah, putting God first, and I'm a big component. Those are my followers on our, our, our show here and the folks that listen. They know I pray every single day. I get up every day and look out the window and I say, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it, just to be grateful and thankful to have another day to fulfill my vision, mission, purpose, value, and life, which is to empower and inspire people to believe in themselves, give them that confidence to get back up when the world knocks your butt down, as we know it will, and to believe in yourself, stand up to bullying, stand up for what is right, and just be an overall good person. Because as we know, society, we're inundated with negativity uh, on all levels. And you know, speaking of baseball there, you go... Uh, today or yesterday, you went three for three. You had three home runs, uh, five RBIs, all great. And then tomorrow or this day today, you play and you go 0 for 4 with three strikeouts, strand five runners. Well, you're still the same person as you were yesterday as you are today. But the media wants to focus on, hey, what have you done for me lately? Uh, how come you stranded those runners? Uh, why? What, what's going on here? You know, is it time for a trade? And and what the heck? And, and that's unfortunately, that seems to be what society focuses on is the negativity as opposed to all the great things you're doing. And uh, you but know, that's why these words going that way. It's just exactly right. I'm not saying that the media is the one that, that the one to blame here. 100. percent That's not that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say is the media is part of it. Oh you, yeah, they you, spread the message. Like you said, you know, you go four for four, and then you don't even come up in the paper. But I mean, Wainwright gave up the home run to lose the game, yeah. and all of a sudden, instead of a four for four, you hear that Wainwright sucked that night, something like that. So it's uh. It's very difficult for guys like us, for guys like me that always wants to be positive and wants to bring the positive into the world. It is really, really, really difficult for guys like us to to live in this world, to to try to do very, very positive because of what's going on. 
but I will never stop. No. And nothing's going to stop me from from trying to help a kid or, or trying to make a kid laugh and smile. Um, from whenever I go to the stadiums and see the little kids working, I'll stop my car and stop there and watch him and, and give him advice on baseball. But it, but but more, most of it, just give it advice in life. You know, take those kids and, and, and push them and say, hey, listen, um, I was the other day I was uh, nominated for, for the Hall of Fame of college and, oh, and junior fantastic. college that, that I went to, and, and I got I got in. I got into the Hall of Fame. And all I wanted was the kids to see me because I want them to see that you could do it. I was from the really, really low-class uh, kid growing up. We didn't have nothing. We had nothing uh, growing up. Um, and then look at where I made it. So I want those things to come out, but you don't see that. You don't see that much. You know, all you see is like one guy running to somebody or somebody shoots the church. Um, right. uh, one guy run over somebody and left, or that's all you see. Somebody got shot and I'm like, wow, man, you know? So it's hard, but I would never stop doing it, man. Oh, that's beautiful. And that's uh, obviously, I, I didn't know your, your positive influence until I started talking to, uh, you know, Jim Cromer and Steve Flowers are on Two Birds and a Bat uh, about, and then I, you know, read through your book here, and holy smokes, the positive influence. And sometimes I feel the same way, like I'm on an island by myself with all the positivity, with all the motivation, with all the inspiration. And people ask all the time, how in the world do you stay so positive? Well, it's a choice, and but it always, it wasn't always this it's way. It's a choice. Yep. Hey, you're right, man. It's a choice that comes from your heart. It comes from your family. It comes from everywhere. Even if you're having a hard time, you you read my book. Yep. It wasn't it wasn't all flowers. Uh, sunshine and rainbows, absolutely not. You got your butt no. kicked down, knocked down, tail in the dirt yeah. numerous times. But you had the the desire, the pe- uh, perseverance to get back up when life knocked you down. And my fans that follow the show, you know, they know that's what this is all about. I'm gonna kick yeah, it. Yeah, you know, it's all about kicking your butt to get you back up and to get you rolling again. Exactly. But you know, let me tell you one example that maybe the guys don't know out there, maybe it's in the book or not, but um, uh, this is this happens in the minor leagues. Here I am, uh, a guy that nobody, I mean, $1,000, I mean, nobody even count on making it to the big leagues, right? So here's the prospects, all the catching prospects, and I'm in, uh, all of a sudden I find myself in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where, where I play baseball, uh, minor leagues, right, A-ball. So, uh, here I am, and here's a catcher, two catchers over me, okay? Not one, two. <laughs> I'm in the bullpen, I don't play, right? Yep. So here, they're struggling, and all of a sudden, here I am, and uh, before the game, tossing soft toss balls and, and pitching BP to these kids because I want them to do good. And listen, these are the two guys that are on top of me, right? And able, and I'm helping them, okay? So then I move up to double A. I didn't have too much chance to help anybody there because I was a number one guy in double A after that. But here I am in triple A, and there's two guys, and I can mention their name, Brett Hempel and Jamie Burke. Uh, You can look it up. They were struggling hitting. They were struggling. And here I am behind those two guys in triple A. So if I help them, uh, if I'm a, a mean guy and I don't help them, if I help them, I, they're going to go to the big leagues, and I'm going to be stuck sure. in AAA, right? Yep. I don't care. I don't 
care and I didn't care. And I went out of my way and I took Brett Hempel on my side and I said, hey, listen, buddy, you got to stay inside the ball. You got to hit the other way a little bit more. They're going at you with curveballs. Just lay off of it. I mean, I'm here helping Brett Hempel, which he's the number one prospect for us. And then Jamie Burke, who played everywhere, um, here's another guy that could take my position, right? Yep. So here I am helping the two best guys. And let me tell you, man, let me tell you, I did it with my heart. I did it with my open heart. I never saw any interest in it. I never saw anything. I never thought about that they could take my position. I said, God has our plan, and if he wants me to make it, it might not be with the Angels. It might be with somebody else. Maybe if he wants my life to be a Major League Baseball player, he will take me there. And I help those guys with, with without even – hesitating and they can tell you they can tell you because i saw them uh later when i made it they came to me and say wow i i couldn't believe you were helping me i wanted to say thank you but that's how you have to have it it's a choice it's a choice yep. if you were somebody else you're like the hell with you man i want to make it myself i don't want to help you and you're going to take my position you know what i'm saying I absolutely so in your heart in your heart it's your choice and if you trust god that he has a plan for you. And, and he, he couldn't be with the Angels. Maybe Brett Hempel and, and Jamie Burke would have made it, and there would be one and two in the Major League. But maybe God had a plan that I would have played with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. And then that's my career, something like that. So that's the way I was seeing it. I was like, man, I, I got to help these kids, man. And look at what happened. I became the one that, that, that made it. had a great career, yep. and they only had a few years in the big leagues, you know. But I wasn't thinking of that. No, Benji, that is so incredible. And, folks, uh, I, I told you you're in for a treat here, even more so, kind of peeling back the layers, getting in deep, and things you never hear in the in the headlines, you never see in the paper and the media, all these things that go on behind the scenes that you never see. And, uh, Benji, one of my favorite, and I use it just about every podcast and every speech I give, is a, a quote from Zeke Ziegler, and it is, how do you get what you want in life? By helping enough other people get what they want and by doing and putting others first, trying to help others because you not only get the return because, man, you feel so good when you see a young kid excelling or getting better or didn't have confidence in himself and now he's displaying that confidence and getting better, but all along – you are getting better because not only are you helping them, but you're seeing different things. But putting others first. And I was getting better in, in soul. At, well, in absolutely. My soul, and you, what you were doing, I think, is even more important is you were laying a foundation and uh, leaving a legacy. Yes, numbers is what people see, but numbers are, uh, yes, those are important, and that's where you get your contracts from. But I truly believe these guys have so much respect for you, and you don't think they haven't told many other people, hey, Benji Molina helped me along. Benji Molina helped me do this and that. So you're leaving a legacy of these young kids, and I think that's why you know the coaching career, I mean, how many baseball players are there that just finished their career and don't have a chance to do anything else where well, you have made such a profound impact that now you're in the coaching system? I mean, that's incredible, but it's all about putting others I first. You know who, who Buster Posey is, right? Uh, yep, yes, sir. And I, I read a little bit about that uh, uh, in your uh, bio there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Buster Posey, here is this guy in 2010. Uh, one of the number one prospects probably in the major leagues, uh, in all major leagues. Uh, he's in AAA. And they bring this guy up. And spring training, let me start with saying, in spring training, I, me and him, they put me right next to his locker. Oh, boy. And you, 
And, and uh, folks, yeah. if I could tell the folks who Buster Posey is, Buster Posey is a uh, catcher for the San Francisco Giants. He won a World Series, and I believe he was MVP, correct? MVP, Rookie of the Year, of three the year. World Series, Gold Glove, Silver yeah. Slugger. Yeah, he had nine. it all going on. And you were lockered next yeah. to him as he's coming up as a rookie. Yes, and still a uh, World Baseball Classic champ. I mean, he's everything. He's the he's the uh, poster boy in, in the United States. I mean, and and not only poster boy for baseball, but poster boy for people, for family, for for heart. He's a really good Christian man. That's um, awesome. But let me tell you, we uh we we sit down together, and I know what they were saying. I know what the what the Giants were thinking. Uh, you know, help him out as much as you can. You know, he's coming up and whatever. Did you think that I I stopped for one second and said, "Man, this guy's gonna take my spot here in the, in the major leagues already"? Okay, uh, I never stopped for one second to not help this kid because he's gonna take my spot. I went out of my way. I told him to come in early. We'll go through the hitters. He always looking at me how I went through the uh, to the rosters to see how we're gonna pitch to the other lineup. I show him I I I I show him everything that I knew. I even told him about taking care of the pitching and everything will take care of itself. I told him how good he was. Everything, everything, everything in that 2010 spring training and then all of a sudden he was up in the big leagues. Um and then he he right next to my locker in the big leagues. They put him right next to me like they were saying, man, this is the right guy to learn, right? So yep. I, I I was talking to him and I was the whole time I was talking to him when I went up I was the number one catcher at that time so um, every time I went to bat people were yelling some very very mean stuff to me and and they were really really mean at that time they were saying um, how bad I was whenever I step up in the plate they were yelling Buster Posey you know yeah, um, I read that uh, but they don't. Yes, but they don't they don't understand what we were going through inside. He's my friend, right? Yep. I'm trying to help him uh do it. Well, so, it, and that same that same year I get traded because of this guy. I get traded because he took my spot. He did. Eventually somebody that I helped without even considering that for one second, he took my spot. He did. So now here I am on the bus and I say, "Hey, uh, guys, I wanted to tell you." And I started saying some things, you know, how good they were, and thank you for treating me great for four years. And I told Buster, I said, "Buster, I think you're gonna be a special player. All I want you to do is to take care of my pitchers, you know, take care nice. of my pitchers, uh, and you'll be fine." You know, this is on the bus when I was straight. I was not gonna see these guys again, right? Um, but but so you guys can understand that you can help the the guy who's better than you. You can help the guy who's going to take your spot. You can help him. You can open your heart and say, hey, listen, this is all I know, buddy. And then he ended up taking my spot. Do you think I was mad? No, no man. I was happy for him. I text him right away. I say, hey, man, that's your team now. You got to do it. You got to go for it. I never took my my time to say, dang it, Buster, you know, like, <laughs> what the hell? No, man, that's not the way. You got to have a great heart to do that. You got to really be true. Well, Bimo, I think that's uh, the well, not think. I'm quite confident that is the sign of a true leader and a true champion. The leader does the things for the betterment of the whole, 
as opposed to just it's about me, me, me. And that's a big thing on having a growth mindset. You're seeing beyond yourself. You're seeing what's best for the team, what's best for everybody, what's going to help this succeed. Because, you know, uh, a person that just walks by himself, you know, that's not a leader at all. They're an individual. They're, you know, off on their own here. But a true leader is doing for others. And that is absolutely incredible. Matter of fact, I just submitted an article. I wrote an article for uh, the Dojo Nation Times Magazine. It's a martial arts magazine. And I titled it Ego Versus Humility. And ego was all mm-hmm. about me, 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 me above everybody else. And if anybody tries to take my spot or if anybody thinks they're better than I am, me, 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 me. Where the humility side, the humble side, is all about putting others first. What can I do to help others excel? What can I help? What can I do to make the team, the group, the tribe become better? And that's all about putting others first. And knowing that by doing that, yeah, I'm going to get some major kickback on it too. But it may take a while, or I might get traded in the process with your case, but you're leaving a legacy. You've changed these guys' lives forever, forever. You've made them a better person by being the person you are, by staying positive and being a true leader. And I, oh man, that is absolutely incredible. And the only sad thing is I wish the media would cover more of these heartfelt sentimental yeah. stories because there's, you know, and, and yeah, you're, you're, you're not by yourself out there, I'm sure, but I would happen to think you're kind of a rarity in this, in this dog eat dog world where, you know what, if we're competing for the same job, then I've got to slam you in order to get the job, to get the paycheck. And I consider that that's a temporary win. Yeah, you're going to get a little bit now, but your legacy is going to be that egotistic mindset as opposed to laying that foundation, planting the right seeds like you did with Buster Posey. And you know you had something to do with the person he's become today. And that is the most fulfilling thing in the world. Holy cow, that is Yeah, great. you got it. You got it right, man. You got it right for real. It's uh, how many I can tell you my opinion. This is just my opinion. 90% of the world is a me, me, me. Only, only. Whiffem society. What's in it for me? Whiffem. What's in it for me? And that's so, you know, it's dog eat dog. Why do you think that if you fall, if you fall on Target in a store of Target, right? Target store. And if you fall, what's the first thought on their mind? It's not about, oh, man, am I okay? My ankle okay? Is my back broken? No, my back is okay. Okay, okay. I, I came out good. No, that's not the first thought. The first thought is sue them. Yep. It's, sue it, them. And that's that. Well, and I talk a lot, ben, uh, Benji, about planting the right seeds. As a matter of fact, uh, in the past two months, I've given, oh, my gosh, 100 and something speeches to local grade schools uh, on Believing in yourself, I believe in me, the empowerment of positive thinking, and I talk about planting the right seeds. And I say, look, if you want strawberries, you've got to plant strawberry seeds. If you plant onion seeds, you're not going to get strawberries on the other end, no matter how much you hope and pray. And if you plant negativity in your mind by all the things from social media, from the news, from everything else that's bombarding your mind, you're essentially planting negative thoughts in your mind. And what are you going to, when you, when you harvest that, what are you going to have? You're going to have negativity. However, it's the same can be told if you plant positivity and it always seems a little bit harder. You got to search a little harder, but I'm telling you, the rewards are so much better. You know, if you cultivate that garden, you nurture that garden, you're going to have a bountiful harvest of beautiful return as opposed to taking the easy way out of just being inundated with negativity and uh, you're exactly right my gosh i've got goosebumps you, up and down my 90% arms here of people these days 90 percent, and i'll be i could be exaggerating but this is my opinion i think you're 90 percent of right people uh, are 
up me 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 and 10% of in this world it's it's uh, about somebody else before you um it is so beautiful when you help others before helping yourself it's so beautiful to live life and wake up in the bed uh and go to sleep and wake up in the bed thinking man i help out without wanting something back in return that is the most beautiful thing in the world when you wake up and you said i i help out so many people yesterday and i didn't want one dollar i didn't want their attention i don't want the credit I don't no, that's care. Beautiful. And I that, that is a sign of a true, true leader, doing it for others. And uh, John Maxwell, uh, he, he's got a saying, he said, you know, everybody's caught up in the rat race of the world. Well, if you win the rat race, you're what does that make you? You're still a rat. So get out of the rat you're race. Still a, you're still a championship rat. <laughs> You're right. So get out of that. Think about what I can do. And, you know, more and more, uh, I'm 47 years old now. And, you know, I had, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a human being. I'm peeling back the layers now saying, yeah, for a number of years, I was that, you know, what can I do to make myself better? What can I, and I want to continue to self-educate and self-improve, but it's now all about what I can do to become better, smarter, wiser in God's eyes to use my God-given ability, my God-given purpose hey, exactly. to serve others. Yeah. To, to tell people, I want to tell you. I want to tell you something that my dad taught me a long time ago, and I always live by. I even write it down everywhere. Um, he said one time that in this life that we're living right now, in this life that you are living right now, it doesn't matter how many cars you have, it doesn't matter how many houses you have, it doesn't matter how much money you can put in your bank, it doesn't matter. What matters is how many lives did you touch? Oh, my gosh. How that is many excellent. Lives, yes. How many lives did you touch in this life, in your life? Forget about your cousin. Forget about your brother, your sister. Forget about your mom. In your life, how many freaking lives did you touch? And, and when did you hear that? When? When did you hear these days that thing? You don't hear it anywhere. No. You don't hear it. It's all about, okay, I need to make the money because I want fame and I want my houses and I want to be uh, a car and I want to do. And those things are great once you work hard for it. I mean, those are great. Don't get me wrong. But, but before in your life, it's not about that. This life is about how many lives can we touch, how many, how many lives can we make a difference on. And then live and then wake up and go to sleep, like I said, go to sleep and, and wake up. Uh, really in a peaceful mind after that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. And, and peaceful mind, that's something, you know, being a martial artist for almost 40 years now is a big thing we talk about, emptying the cup. And the code of the samurai, and the code of the samurai is, is to serve to serve others, to help others become better, to help others reach that state of enlightenment, to leave a legacy behind. And uh, I, I often I talk to my instructors and the kids at the, the academy, and then when I go out and give speeches, what are you doing to leave a legacy? Now, everybody wants it right now. I want it yesterday. And and, and that's fine. The same thing, I'm sure, with a lot of professional athletes. You, they want the, the money right now. They got to have this, the cars, like you had mentioned, right now. Well, what legacy are they leaving behind? I mean, you read countless stories of an athlete that, you know, made it to the pros. They got two or three years. They got a big contract. But five years later, they've got nothing left. Nobody remembers who they are. They don't have any money. They don't well, have anything many, going on. Yes. How many times have you seen a guy that just signed their their money deal, right? Um, they're, they're early ones because the older one, they, they have a better mind, of course. But, but the younger ones, how many times have you ever seen – a guy that 
gets paid in a in a high, you know, a great contract. And 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 the first thing they do, what is it? Buy a house, buy a car. All the all the uh, bling, right? <laughs> right. Yep. You never seen a guy signing a big deal contract. I wouldn't say never, but but it's really really Rare. low percentage of a guys that sign a big deal and go to their country and spend some of that money into people that need it. There's very few, or 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 help out some some foundations, or I mean it's very little. They, all they do is okay, I got the money. Okay, I can I can name you names. I mean for what I my experience, they go and get the biggest cars and they get all these big money. Then well, a lot of people over there are dying. Yep. And I did that, and I I, I thankfully uh, the same time I got my cars, the same time I help people. So what? you can do it. You, yes, can you can do it, but these life, you're gonna see a lot more people going for their cars, for the big houses, for for everything. So well, it's, that's the way it is. It's it's all about you know once again with them. What's in it for me? Uh, the rat race, and I want it now, as opposed to you know taking the time. And I often I, I talk about you know cultivating the mind and the crops and everything else. It's almost like people plant the seeds today. And an hour later, they want the harvest. You know, it takes time exactly. to cultivate and, and and nourish and do everything you need to do. So it's going to take a little bit of time. You're not going to have it immediately. But what you are going to have is, really is longevity. It is really sad that this war today is living by, okay, you want $10? Okay, I'll, I'll let you use $10, buddy. Then you give it to the guy. And then two days later, it's like, hey, man, where's my money back? <laughs> Where's my money back? Hey, man, you owe me 10 bucks. Yep. And that's the world we're living. It's not a secret, right? It's not no. a, something that we're, we're hiding. Or Why did you think they say that the media in, in L.A. or the media in New York is really hard for? Because they're always negative. Everything is making fun of the team. Everything. You could go 13-game winning streak uh, or hitting streak, and then you go awful four with four strikeouts. They don't even mention one word no. about the 13-game hitting streak, but they mention a whole page of how low uh, your percentage of contact is. Well, and you, str- you stranded four. And how embarrassing yeah. that is. Yep. I mean, that's the world we're living, man. That's the world that we're living in right now, and we just have to adjust to it. But inside your heart, you have a choice, like you said. You have a big choice to be good. Or to be bad. There's nothing in between, man. Nope. Nothing. It's either you were good, or or you're in the bad side. So. Well, and I that's uh, the you know in martial arts you got the yin and the yang, and which are the the, the counter opposites of everything in the universe: hot, cold, man, uh, woman, fire, water, good, bad, so to speak. You know all the dualities. It's dualities of the universe. That's the yin and yang. And yeah, the 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 middle line is that uh, razor's edge that cuts the the line in half, where you got to balance things out. Not every day you're going to wake up and you're going to be happy. Not every day you're going to wake up and you're going to feel good. The body's going to ache, but you've got to make a choice. Am I going to lay here and have a pity party because my knee hurts? Or am I going to do what I can to plant a positive seed and have the very best positive day I can? And most importantly, as you alluded to there, who am I going to impact today? If I have a chance to use my God-given ability to inspire somebody, how can I inspire them if I'm having my own pity party? That's absolutely wonderful. Exactly. And some people that you could make a change in a positive way, maybe today because your attitude, you might not even have a chance to help them. No, you're right. You you never know. You make. 
your choice you make, and you never know what life or who you're impacting. You know, back to uh, Buster Posey. Uh, how would how would you have really known uh, that day that you went in there that your locker is going to be next to his and know that you know Matt this guy could potentially take my spot and I could potentially get traded but yet my heart says my God says do the right thing help this guy along and by all means I don't think there's too many people in the world and definitely not too many professional athletes that would do what you did but by doing that you have now reaped the benefits because you've created a legacy for yourself that hey not many buddy you go out there and you ask any athlete would yep. you do would, would you done this would you done this like go ask the nba players go ask the uh, <laughs> nfl players yep. go ask the uh anybody just go ask any sport guy and you'll see the percentage being below yeah. 10. Well, and, and I'll bet you anything in the world. They'll be like, uh-uh, I ain't no way, nobody. Uh-uh, this is all about me. You're right, but here, here's the thing. You did that. You had the heart to do it. Very low percentage of people would do that. But, you know, the people that are the dog-eat-dog, they come and go. They're, and if they do finish a little bit ahead, they're still a rat because they're in the rat race. But they're, they're gone. Nobody's going to remember who they were because it was all about them. Where you, on the other hand, you've got a book out that, oh, my gosh. And I want to talk about the book before we get too far into this thing. Um, it, well, the name of the book is Melina, the story of the father who raised an unlikely baseball dynasty. Absolutely incredible. So, folks, if you have not read this book, my gosh, get, get your tail on Amazon. Get this thing over ordered and you're going to be enlightened on on just on every level a uh, human emotion the personal side and everything that uh, Benji's been talking about here being a leader now in, in in great humility you don't use the word leader a lot in the book but what you're you're doing amplifies what a leader is you're putting others first you you know you're the older brother of Jose and Yachty and the impact that you had on them the impact you had on Buster Posey and all these other greats that's the legacy you're living behind that others who all in it for me they're never going to have that they're never going to have that you are making a mark in society and that is so gosh darn beautiful wonderful I was I was I was living my life looking behind my back and saying my two brothers are right behind me. If I pick up a smoke when I'm in high school, uh, they're going to try to do it the same. If I pick up a drink, uh, whatever drink, uh, one alcoholic drink, uh, and they see me drunk uh, in high school, they're go- they're, they'll be right behind me, and they're going to do the same thing. So with that being said, I grew up being a model. I, I was not a model, believe me. I was... I wasn't thinking that I was a model, but I wanted to live life the right way because my two brothers were right behind me. And at this point, I'm a young guy, so at this point I don't see it in the bigger picture. I don't see it like I'm a role model for for a lot of kids in the world, right, because I'm just starting. But once I got to the minor leagues, once I got to the big leagues, I was like, man, I got to play the game right. I got to take care of people. I I want people to see me. Uh, going out there and signing autographs. You know why? Because I want the other guys behind me to say, wow, this guy signed autograph. Why can't I sign this kid an autograph? Why can't I make him happy? Why can't I do this? Why can't I? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that, um, that's that is the way incredible. You live. That's the way you should live your life. Um, that that somebody else is looking at you and saying, listen, um, uh, that kid over there is like, wow, Benji Molina just stood up here and sign a bunch of autographs so guess what when we're in when he that kid makes it to the minor leagues he'll be like man i want to be like him i want to sign some autographs 
you know, things like that. I mean, you don't know what, what kind of mindset you're going to help your, your somebody, somebody. It could be an old man that you can help. That's what all I'm trying to say. You know, I always live with that in the back of my head. That is so incredible. And, and once again, folks, think about that. Think about that. Realize it. And we've all made mistakes. I've made countless mistakes, and that's why I share them openly on the air, and I share them openly when I give and speeches. And I do, too. And, but it's the ability and to I have that too. humility to pull back the layers and say, hey, I screwed up. I messed up here. I shouldn't have probably done that. But now I'm looking at it from more mature eyes that I want to be a leader. I want to inspire these kids to do it the right way. And as you just said, play the game the right way. Have integrity and honor and discipline and respect. All the virtues, and those are our four primary virtues at the Martial Arts Academy, all those virtues of setting and making a society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live by putting others first, by playing the game, as you will, the right way, and setting the right example. Hey, I'm Benji Molina. I'm out here signing autographs. I'm doing this because I want to set a good example for these other kids coming up. I don't want to see this other example of some of the other professional athletes like, oh, well, I can't sign that card or I'm too good for this. They, they pay me. That's the wrong example. Hey, let me tell you this one. Let me tell you this story. When I was signing autograph, when I didn't play in a day game in Anaheim, I went from third base to all the way to left field uh, because I wasn't playing, right? I had time uh, to to go sign autograph, right? So every time I had a day off, I went over and signed everybody. I didn't care who it was. Uh, I went down the line and, and, and signed autograph. Uh, and guess, like, four, five, six players came to me and said, you won't believe this, but they came to me and said, why are you signing so many autographs? And I'm like, well, I, I got kids there, you know, I got moms out there, I got dads, and... Maybe it's a special. I know some of them are going to sell it, but I don't care. And you know what they said to me that opened my mind? This guy said, well, your autograph is not going to mean anything later. That's why I don't sign, because I want my autograph. So I want it to be worth it. You know, like if he didn't sign yep. later on in his life, he's going to get a, a signing uh, um, you know, autograph session somewhere, and his autograph was going to mean something or be paid. worth it. Yep. Yeah, he's going to get paid. But did you see what he means there? I'm like, dude, I'm not even looking. I don't care if my autograph is worth one cent in 10 years. What? I could care less. I'm, I'm, I'm living this life right now, and I can change that kid's life by just yes. signing a freaking autograph. And I'm not waiting to be my autograph to be 30 bucks an autograph. That's not what I'm looking for. But did you see what their mind was? Yep. Well, and, and their mind wasn't in the same spot. No, it, it's me. Themselves first. Yep. That ego versus humility, and and I tell you, Benji, from uh, and that's it's unfortunate. It is so unfortunate. But that's what's in the minds of a lot of fans. Hey, you know that the, there's so many athletes out there that take that mindset of I'm doing it for me. I'm signing because I'm getting paid. And then how dare you go outside the the realm here? And how dare you sign autographs for free? How dare you interact with a crowd? You shouldn't be doing this. But what you're doing is, once again, you are planting the seeds of a lifetime. You're impacting these kids in a positive way. You have the courage and confidence to stand up and say, look, 
I'm different because I'm doing it for a purpose. I'm doing it to inspire. I'm not doing it for a paycheck. But unfortunately, the majority, I think, professional athletes and people in life, it's all about me. And that's why a lot of professional athletes get beat up by social media and the media because they're all about themselves. And there's not enough Benji, yeah. there's not enough Benji Molinas out there to say, no, I'm a good guy. And it's almost, by you saying this, people have conditioned themselves to think, yeah, but what is he trying to get out of this? No. You're a good-hearted person. You're doing it for the right reasons. You know, I go to these schools and I give speeches for free, completely for free. And I go to corporations, I charge them a, a minimum of $1,000. But grade schools, completely free. Why? Because I was a teacher in, the, in grade schools for 11 years, and they don't have a lot of money, and I want to set an example for the kids to say, look, if I can get up here and do this, you can get up here and do this. You just got to believe in yourself. But the first time I went in, they're, they're okay, well, what are you trying to get out of this? Nothing. I'm doing yeah. it out of the goodness of my heart. But we're so yeah. uh, on the defensive because everybody's you know out for themselves and taking advantage of everybody else. When somebody comes along like like Benji Molina and you know Kevin Life Guru here who are doing it from the goodness of our heart, people are apprehensive. Like, what are you trying to get? And it's sad. Yes, it's sad. Yeah, you know how many times these days I retire in 2010. Look at how many years I've been. And I still get people in my Twitter saying, man, I'm a 25-year-old guy. I'm a 20-year-old guy. I'm a 30-year-old guy. And I remember when I was a kid in Anaheim, I still have my ball signed by Benji Molina, my kid. I was a, I was a kid. I was my happiest day of my life. It, Dude, I retired seven years ago. But when, and Anaheim was in the, yep. in the early 2000s. And you're putting, posting your ball that I signed and it was the best day of your life. How beautiful is that for me? Instead of thinking, okay, no, nah, I'm not going to sign this this guy because uh, I want to make darn, some that money is later. so powerful. Gosh dang, that's so powerful. That's that impact. You have planted that seed. You have touched this kid forever who is now a man. Yeah. He's grown up, but you have left a legacy. You've been out of the game for seven years. Now you've been involved in the coaching staff, coaching and tutoring young uh, kids coming up on the right way to play the game. But think about that impact. And on the other side, that well, I don't want to be disrespectful, but that guy and many multitudes of, of professional athletes that refuse to sign those autographs, what impact are they making? You know, it, it just personifies the athlete's a jerk mentality because he's all about the money. And <laughs> yep. Man, oh man, that I is so powerful. I always try to get my teammates. I always try. I always, Even if I couldn't get them to do those st stuff that I would do, even if I didn't have the power to make them do it or – or whatever. I, I knew some some of them didn't believe in what I believe. Um, I mean, I knew all these things, but that didn't stop me from trying to help them. That didn't try. That didn't stop me from trying to say it. Like like I would go to the pitching staff and I would say, Hey, listen, you can trust me because I want the best for you guys. I really do. I really want what's best for the whole pitching. I want you guys to have a life. I want you guys to after baseball, you guys have a, a family, have money to live and and have this great life. So you can trust me, man. Um, some of them, they went out and did their own thing, you know, but all of them, most of them, I'm sorry, they, they went with me, and, and we had a great career. We did, we weren't superstars, Hall of Famers, but we did it good. We, we, we had a good career, man, and there's nothing more beautiful than waking up and say, listen, uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. You know why? Because... When I wake up and I see a kid out there in the field, I, I, I can go with my face up. I can go and say, hey, man, 
you're doing this wrong. You got to do it this way, okay? Try to help out. I've been helping softball girls. What am I have to do with softball girls? <laughs> what? I'm yeah. a baseball guy. And here I am helping and encouraging these high school kids and then the college kids in softball. Uh, it doesn't matter what you play. It doesn't matter if you're a soccer player. You still have a, a choice on becoming a great person. It doesn't matter if it's sports. It doesn't matter if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, if you're a, a gardener. It doesn't matter. You have a choice, man. You have a yep. choice to be good, to be great in your heart just because God wanted to. So that's the choice I picked, man. Yep. Lead with your heart. That's the example I'm hearing, and that's the example I know all our listeners are hearing. Lead with your heart. And, and, and people are so afraid to put your heart out there because when you do, you have the chance of that thing being uh, filleted, sliced, and diced, and just butchered to pieces because there are people out there that are going to be willing to take advantage of you. But you know what? That's on them. I'm a big believer in karma. You do the right thing, and you continuously do the right thing. You may not get that return that you're wanting right away, but gosh darn it, you keep planting those right seeds you're going to get a bountiful harvest. You're going to get a return. You're going to create a legacy, and you're going to impact so many more lives than that person that just, hey, you know what, uh, you're going to pay me? Well, then I'm not doing it. You know, well, good. I, I hope you enjoy those few dollars that you're going to get because that's all you're ever going to get. You're never going to have that peace, that serenity, that waking up like you just talked about of happiness and knowing you're making a positive contribution in the world. You are changing the world and making it a better place to live. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. You're putting your little piece in there, you know, your little piece. Maybe your your uh, your your piece is not that big to help the world, but it's a little one. And if uh, we all do the the little piece, man, we we get the whole puzzle, you know. So, and, and I want to tell you guys this: I um, I you won't believe it, but I had guys in baseball, in professional baseball, my teammates that came to me and said, "Why are you helping him? He's gonna take your spot if you help him." And he does well, you're gone. You might not even make money. You're you're not gonna get a contract. And that was the least of my worries. That's get beautiful. a contract. No, I, I, I trust myself. I trust what I can do. And I and most of all and most importantly, I chose God. I trust yep. him. And he has a way for me. And if he wasn't with that guy or that team, he was gonna be with somebody else. And if he wasn't I was gonna be fine too. So I'm like, why am I not going to help you? But believe it or not, my teammates, some of them, came to me and say, wow, you're dumb, man. What the hell are you helping? <laughs> yeah, he's going to take a spot. And I'm like, okay, that's your take. So what, well, do I, what am I supposed to do, buddy? Well, Benji, I think you just nailed it on the head there. And it's something my grandmother, uh, and she passed away a few years ago, but something, she was my foundation. She always said to me, Richie, <laughs> everybody would call me Richie, Richie, as long as you put God first, everything else will fall into place. Richie, as long as you put God first, he's going to give you the tools. You may not understand it, but that was the whole thing. Richie, 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 put God first. And you may not always understand yeah. it, but put God first and the things will come in play. And obviously what God's working through you as a leader, he knew you were a natural born leader. You know, and um, we didn't quite get to it, but uh, your father passed away at an early age, but he laid the foundation. He planted those seeds, so to speak, and you being the older brother, had to make the hard choices. And I'm sure you made some mistakes along the way. We all do because we're human beings. But you made the conscious effort. If I smoke this cigarette or if I take this drink, then I'm going to have a direct impact on Jose and, and Yachty. And they're going to do what Big Brother does. By you refusing to do that, by making the right choice, by being a leader, 
by following your heart and your passion, that has carried over. And look at the amount of people you have helped today that never would have been inspired or helped if you would have been just like, you know, the, the majority of the uh, people in the world today. That's incredible. Yeah, and, uh, and, and to hear my brother say that, that, uh, that they were following me, they were really following me. They always tell people, I was following Benji because that was my big brother. I was just trying to copy him. Yep. And, and I'm like, wow, you know, if I would have chosen the wrong pieces, the wrong way, they would have fall apart too. And we have just nothing, you know. We don't become anybody. Well, we wouldn't and, be talking about uh, your book right now because if you, they would have okay. turned out differently, it, you would have just been another statistic two or three years in the bigs or maybe longer, and then <laughs> you're off and gone. But by you laying that planting that seed that foundation that is so incredible yes and you have a choice and for all the listeners out there uh even if you don't think or you don't believe that you have that power to become a leader you do we all do we have that heart we all have a heart we all have a mind and we we all have that desire to help others first and to become a better world. We do. We do. Believe in yourself at any moment. Oh. Believe that you can help. Believe that you can go out and help out one kid. Just say hi to a kid and make him feel Special. the best yep. out there every single day. And we all do it, man. We all have it. We all have that heart. It's just that we chose not to do it, right? Yep. That's the whole problem. Well, I tell, uh, and this is something I share with my staff all the time, and I'm out. I said, I want you to visualize that everybody's wearing a sign, and they are wearing a sign because everybody has a heart, everybody has emotions, everybody has feelings. Everybody's wearing a sign, and that sign says, make me feel special. Make me feel special. And by you acknowledging that sign, smiling at somebody, holding the door for somebody, letting somebody out in traffic, saying please, thank you, and just being a gracious human being, giving them the time of day, you're making them feel special. And you have no idea the profound, profound impact that has. Just like you signing all those autographs for doing it for the right reasons, you had no idea seven years after you've been out of the game, uh, was a kid, now he's a 20-year-old, uh, t- tweets you or text you and says, hey, because of you, I believe in myself. Buster Posey, because of you, Benji Molina, believing in me, I've been able to achieve this. Your brothers, because of you setting the right path by making the tough choices, you have helped us become who we are. Man, that is incredible. Incredible. Yeah, and it's even more incredible when you don't do it with any interest. Yep. When you just, when you just find yourself out there because your heart because you're a believer because god family and respect it's in your mind and you do it because of that instead of what do i get in return or or how yep. many guys are gonna say wow he's these guys good i don't care i don't care how many guys out there in the world say benji molina he's a great person because he did that i don't want the credit i don't want the credit i want the person that i try to help to be okay Oh, that's that's incredible. Well, there's a saying in the martial arts, it's once you conquer the person inside, the fears and the pains from the outside can no longer hurt you because you have peeled back the the layers to know that I am a good person and I'm doing this with my heart. Regardless of other people see it as I'm trying to get something or how they see it, I know in my heart I am doing the right thing. And therefore, nothing on the outside can hurt me. Regardless what somebody says negative about me, I know I'm doing it for the right reasons. That's incredible. 
Believe me, a lot of people said bad things about everybody. I don't care yep. who you are. They talk crap about the Pope. Mm-hmm. And Pope is the most saint guy <laughs> out there. Or, or they, I mean, don't, let's not even go far. Jesus Christ went through hell. Yes, he did. Uh, and, and, they, and, and they mistreated him bad. So they're not going to talk about Benji Molina? Come on now. Yep. Well, and, you know, it, it's, <laughs> you, you talk about we've all made mistakes. We've all done this and that. Well, the only person that never made a mistake and never sinned, they crucified him. So, yeah, what, <laughs> what are we going to do here? But it's all about yeah. the right. Yeah, kind of crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but it's in our hearts. Yes, it's sir. It's in our hearts to do the right thing. It's in our hearts, and we all have it. Even the kid that show that shows to shoot out of church. Even that man that shows to to shoot out of the window in in Vegas. Yep. Even that anybody anybody that has done wrong, they have a choice. They just shows the wrong one. But they have a choice on not doing that and follow the right way and follow the good and whatever. But they just chose the wrong one, and we can help that. But at least, at least we're going to try to keep people going on the good track, and hopefully by listening to us and, and listening how good you could be in the world. We all have a good heart. We all do. Yep. It's just that we make the wrong choices, and hopefully everybody can follow us with the right choices. Well, once again, we're living, breathing human beings. We all have a heart. We all have feelings and emotions, but it's about the choices, the choices you make. And if your choice is to inspire, empower, plant the right seeds to help out others, my gosh, you're going to leave a legacy and people are going to remember that in a profound, impactful way as opposed to, you know, oh, he's just another arrogant jerk baseball player who makes millions of dollars and all he cares about is himself because that's the persona that 95, 90, 95% of, you know, the world puts on people who are successful. But that's not right. Yeah. That's not right. And I want to share a story I posted on my Facebook Live last week. And it's the starfish story. And my listeners have heard this a couple times now. But the starfish story is all about doing what you can to make a little impact. And the story goes, there's a little boy and a grandpa walking along the beach. And the beach, for miles upon miles upon miles, there's thousands and thousands of starfish all over the beach. Well, the little boy grabs one and throws it in the ocean, grabs another one, throws it in the ocean, and he continues walking along, picking up a starfish and throwing it in the ocean. And the grandpa finally says, son, what are you doing? He goes, I'm making a difference. And the grandpa says, well, look, look at this beach. There's got to be thousands, if not millions, of starfish on the, on the beach. How in the world are you going to make a difference? Well, the little boy picks up another one, throws it in the ocean. He goes, well, I made a difference in that starfish's life. One at a time. One wow. at a time. Is that powerful or what? Wow. Uh, how in the world? Why can't we be that way? I mean, there, I don't. That's why I always believe that we have the heart to do it. It's just because we pick the wrong choice doesn't doesn't mean we don't have the heart. We have the heart, man. Yep. We we are brought up here. When you're born, when you're born, you don't born evil. No, you don't. You're not born evil, and, and you're not born choosing wrong. Oh, we we developed that. We want to be evil later on for some reason. Uh, What what seeds are planted? Yeah, what we choose it. What seeds are planted? We choose to plant those ugly seeds. You know, you're born with no prejudice at all. No, and and no black, white, brown, yellow, orange. We we just are put some things in there, but it's really sad. But we all have a choice. We all have a choice to follow the right path. We have a choice to follow God, family, and respect. Uh, I hope we all do it. I hope everybody that's listening out there touch their heart 
and, and touch somebody's heart uh, at some point, and, and they'll be feeling great. Well, and that's the thing. you know. That's my whole point of this show, the Kick in Life podcast. It's all about giving you that kick in life that you need. Now, yeah, it's got a little martial arts essence to it because of the kick, but that kick is to kick you when you've been knocked down, but also, most importantly, help you believe in yourself that you're one in 7.5 billion people on this planet, but you've got a purpose, you've got a gift, you've got a passion, and you've got a heart to help, to put others first. And hopefully people listen to this realize that, hey, that Benji Molina guy can be heartful. He can stand out from the crowd. He can be his very best and believe in himself to do what against the norm of the other professional athletes. Then, and you know, this kicking life guru, Rich Grogan guy, if he can do it, then gosh darn it, I can do it too. We can do that. And yeah. slowly but surely, instead of one of us throwing starfish in the ocean, we've got five, 10, 20, then a million of us throwing those starfish in the ocean, and we're making a, yeah. an impact. Making an impact. Yes. Wow. That is so true. That is so true. I think uh, I, I think you're you're right. I think we all have it, man. It's up to us to make it happen, you know, and have it in our hearts to live the right life and to care for others. That's that's the most important thing I think in this life. It's uh, you got to care for others. If you want to live a happy life and you don't care for others, you're gonna be miserable. So you got to care for you got to care for others, and if you don't, you're gonna you're always going to be miserable. Just just know that. That is a fact. Man, oh, man, Benji, this has been a powerful, powerful podcast. I got goosebumps up and down my arms. This is just, this is what, <laughs> this is why I do this. Golly, are you feeling good? <laughs> Heck, yeah, I am. And, and I, I'm not going to stop, you know. I'm, I'm going to keep going and helping as much uh, people as I can, as much kids. Uh, I don't care the age or whatever. I, I never thought I could speak uh for 1500 kids that were high school house high schoolers in staples center uh i didn't know they were 1500 i thought it was like 500 400 <laughs> kids and all the sudden i get out and, and my wife's cousin used to be a trainer for the packers and seahawks and uh all these kids had a a, a mindset of being a trainer at some point right um and it was there, there was kids from every angle in la and uh, but I thought it was like 400, 500 kids. When I got out there and I, I saw 1,500, I was like, holy crap, what am Man. I going to do? Uh, and then I, I stood up out there. I never thought I could talk. But once I started telling these kids my life, um, they were eyes out, wide open, looking at me like, wow, did, did you really came from that and made it all the way? Holy crap. And, and that's what the impact you want to do. You know, that's the impact you want to make on this kid to, you know, get out of here and say, I can't do it. I will do it. I yep. got my power here. I'm going to become a better man. I'm going to become a better woman. And I'm going to become a God guy. And, uh, and uh, you know, that's what I wanted. And, I, and if I did help one guy, I mean, I'm very happy. Well, and you spoke from the heart, and I think that's the key right there. You spoke from the heart, and these kids are so receptive to that. You know, they, they've got these filters. They they know when somebody's kind of uh, trying to BS them, if you will, or trying to get over on them, but you spoke with the heart, and that's why you have such a great, profound impact on so many people. They feel that, and they want that. They just don't know how to get it or where to get it. Oh, incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm going to keep doing it, man, uh, as long as I live. That's the way I am. Well, Benji, we're uh, my gosh, that hour flew by. Can can I have you on another podcast? Can we continue this conversation? Of course, man. You can tell me any day, man. Any day with time. Tell me with a couple of days in advance, and 
uh, I can make room because sometimes I get like, uh, you know, I get stuff done on a Friday, but this is good. This time is good. It worked out perfect. Why? And then it's just another avenue, another channel to voice what we collectively are trying to do together here and make society a happier, healthier, safer place to live by empowering kids and adults to believe in themselves, to do what they were born to do and think of others first. You know, be humble and check that ego. Incredible show. Holy smokes. Um, folks, uh, listening again, once again, been on the line, and hopefully you've enjoyed this uh, podcast. This has by far been their best one yet uh, with uh, Benji Molina. It's uh, his new book. It's called Molina, the story of the father who raised an unlikely baseball dynasty. And folks out there, I, I, had, uh, I don't know how many notes here that I was wanting to ask about uh, Jose and Yachty and the family dynamics and everything else, but we got to talking about something so powerful that uh, we'll just have to have Benji on another time so we can dive into those. Um, real quick, Benji, do, do you want to give a shout-out to any other professional athletes that are doing what you're doing as far as making an impact in the world? I know you're good friends with Aaron Rodgers and a few others. Are, are, are they kind of in the same realm there of doing everything you're doing? You know what, man? There's so many out there that I see. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Team Tivo, I'm a big believer in him. The way that he spread the word, oh, that's incredible! Uh, through, through through his heart, it's amazing, man. Those guys do an amazing job, and you know, and I uh, when we have our show, our podcast shows, actually with the two birds on a bat show uh, that we have, we always try to touch on those things too because they're very important, you know. That's incredible. And uh, I tell you, if you want on a future podcast, if you want to reach out to any of those gentlemen and ask them to be on the show as well, I think that would be incredible to reach a bigger audience so we can continue to plant that positivity and plant those seeds and throw those starfish back in the ocean. I love all those analogies that uh, we can have them on the show and just hit a, a bigger audience to let them know, hey, there's a lot of professional athletes out there that are doing the right thing to help spread positivity, help spread the right word and therefore we can change a few minds as opposed to people thinking a lot of professional athletes are all about themselves yes i think uh, there's more a lot of, a lot of athletes out there are helping uh many people it's just that like you said and like we said uh you don't see that you see all the killing and shooting and and all the bad things in the world but you never see uh, a guy or carrie Irvin doing doing a great thing for a family that had no homes and all of a sudden they have home or you don't see the people that go out there, the, the professional players and, and singers and, and all these guys that go to Puerto Rico when Maria hit and they still have no food, but they still go out in the street and, and, and spread the, the food and then, and, uh, and, uh, you know, the world out there and, and then they keep them happy just by doing that. You don't see that. You don't hear any of that, but, but there's a lot of athletes doing that, so that's a good thing. Yeah, so that's uh, uh, maybe on our next show we can have uh, you know uh, whoever you think would definitely benefit the show to reach another audience. Possibly, I know Yachty went down and did so much work in Puerto Rico as well, and maybe uh, Jose, whoever we can. My whole goal, my vision, if you will, is to impact as many many people as we can with the positivity to continue to just remind people: look, you're a human being. You've got a gift. You can inspire others. You can save a starfish. You can uh, um, leave a legacy behind by inspiring this kid and just get that word out. That would be incredible. Yes, we all have it in our hearts. It's just that we've got to make a choice. Absolutely. Well, Benji, do you have any uh, closing remarks for our listeners there? Anything you'd like to share with them or leave with them? 
No, my, my closing remarks, what, what, uh, it's always what my dad said to me. You know, it doesn't matter what the what how many houses you have, and it doesn't matter how many uh, how many money how much money you have. It doesn't matter how many cars. All that matters is how many lives you touch in this life, in your life, because this is my life. But in your life, how many lives have you touched? That's what the most important thing in life is. Well, think about that. Who's going to remember you when you're gone? That's I think that's a great way to look at it. Who's going to know that man because of me or because of this guy? I am a better person, and when he's gone, he left a uh, he left something for the rest of us. That's incredible. I mean, and your father, you know, passed away at an early age there at fifty eight. Look what he's created with you and your two brothers, and look at the impact you guys have spread to the world. That's incredible. Yes, that's what we want. That's what we want to people that are coming behind us and are playing little leagues and uh, same way, you know. And you don't have to be playing baseball. I mean, you could oh. be a soccer player, you could be a basketball player, whatever. Anybody that's playing sports and they see us uh, as role models or something, this is what we want to present to you, and this is how we would love for you to live. So this is a good thing. Man, it's incredible. Well, Benji, thank you very, very much uh, for your time and, and being on the show. And uh, I'm definitely, if it's good with you, I'm going to have you on on a regular basis if that's okay with you because I think your message needs to be heard by the, the masses to let them know, look, there's some good guys out there too in the professional world. Yeah, no, thank you for having me in the show. And as long as I'm open uh, in time uh, on the Fridays or whenever you have your show, I I mean, I would do it. Uh, it's, it's all a matter of uh, if I'm doing something or not. So oh, sure. Absolutely. We'll find that out later. Okay. And uh, is uh, um, it chance to have you know Yachty or Jose on the show with us? Or they uh, would they enjoy something they're like pretty, this? They're pretty busy right now because they uh, they both coach in the Puerto Rican team that's, uh, that's a 23 under. And okay. they're going, the national team that's going to Panama pretty soon. And they're oh. very, very busy. Uh, Yadi's going to be the manager. Jose's going to be a coach. So uh, they're going to Panama like in the next, right before Thanksgiving. So they're going to be busy. Okay. Well, well, we'll shoot for maybe after that and wish them the best of luck uh, with what they're doing. And Yadi, or Binge, once again, uh, please tell your family happy Thanksgiving from us here. And you have a blessed Thanksgiving. And please keep doing the wonderful, wonderful things you're doing. Uh, we're making an impact, buddy. We're making an impact. Uh-oh. Thank you so much for having me. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. And nobody has to tell me or enforce me or, or push me to be a good person. Uh, I'm going to do, do that on my own. Excellent. Well, folks, what a great show. As always, you know, you can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast from. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe, download, and share this message with others because the only way to continue to make our society a better place to live is by planting these positive seeds, the positive seeds that Benji just talked about, the positive seeds you hear me talk about all the time, putting others first, leading with your heart, and believing in yourself. We can all make a difference. And I know time is the most sacred commodity. The fact that you spent time with us today, boy, that, that's why we do as much research in the background to bring the best guest and do the best I can to inspire and empower you to believe in yourself. So thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for being such a loyal following. Share this with others. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you and your loved ones. I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Bye-bye.
Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.